All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and future titan for today from the north, uh, you know, beautiful Canada, and I'm super excited about this, Jeff McLennan. Jeff, thanks so much for taking the time. It's an absolute honor to have you on for sure. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. And I, I just can't wait to dive into the series of questions. Everybody to get to know you deeper as a man, as a professional, so many different takeaways and, and thought process from one of the best and brightest minds in the real estate world. So Jeff, uh, if you're ready, let's just go for it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So let's just start with the first question, which ends up being telling everybody just a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, well, I've been a realtor since 2006. So wow. Uh, 14 years now. Um, I like to joke that I was trained since birth. My dad uh, was selling real estate since before I, um, I was born. Uh, he's actually in the greater Vancouver market. Um, he has qualified the most times for medallion. There are only four agents who have qualified more times uh, than him. Uh, so um, he's, he's been doing it a very long time. And I, I used to joke for most of my life, that real estate would be the last thing in the world I would ever do. Um, but uh, the best laid plans don't always work out. Oh, that's awesome. And, and, and again, to having that background in, you know, into the family feel, a part of your blood, um, you know, I've, I've heard that from time to time where it's when you've seen it and been around it at a young age, you're like, nah, you know, I'm not going to go there. But why real estate, Jeff? And, and what got you into it and what kind of your progression was to today? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'll start with why, why not? Okay. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the biggest advantage <laughs> that um, most children of realtors have, especially children of successful realtors, is they know what the job actually is mm. before they ever get into it. The majority of people who get into real estate, uh, they get into it because they want to make a ton of money and they want to set their own hours. Right. And I think the biggest advantage my dad taught me was that uh, those two don't really go hand in hand. Um, real estate's a great career and you can make an absolute ton of money, um, but it's a service business. You, mm -hmm. you are serving your clients and that means that you don't just pick what days you work. You don't just, uh, um, you don't set your schedule to a big extent, especially at the beginning. Right. And that was what I saw and what I specifically uh, did not want in my, my life. Um, I ended up going into the film industry because I'm, I like to think of myself as a creative guy. And I thought um, that that would be a, a pretty good outlet for that stuff. Wow. And I ended up, I remember exactly the day I decided real estate was where I wanted to go. I was working in a motion capture studio. So that's where they put the little dots on the actors and athletes and you, hmm. you film, essentially you get their skeletons to then send to the animators and they, they CG over it. Love it. And it had been just an absolute grueling week. And I was, I was arriving at the studio at 6 a.m. and leaving well after 7 p.m. And it was winter. Wow. And I, I realized I hadn't seen daylight all week. And I was like, well, I always said I wouldn't go into real estate because I, I didn't want to work the hours. But I'm working the hours. I'm not my own boss. Hmm. And I'm not really interacting with people. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big people person. That was something that I... I really enjoy and I, I think I'm good with people. So uh, that was really the turning point. And also I met a girl who's now my wife and I realized I had to actually uh, uh, 
pick up my career <laughs> for better or worse Fair uh, enough. in order Fair. to be somebody that was was worth her time hmm. wow and, and and talking about the film industry i mean i'm a big uh film nerd and not and that sort of thing so i absolutely love that and uh you know looking at it from the standpoint of following your passions we all evolve as humans, you know, and as people going through that process and, and there's nothing wrong with moving forward and, and having different thought processes as long as you kind of take the time to understand. And obviously you have, you're talking about 14 years in the real estate business, Jeff. I mean, and then with a, with a long lasting legacy through family. And, and so to me, when you're looking to make that adjustment with the thought process that you had, understanding how hard real estate is and the time you put into it, but comparing apples to apples, what you were going through, it, it makes sense in your decision-making. Uh, I'm glad that you made that decision. And, and I know that your clients, friends and family are as well. And the people that you service in your community, um, cause you do it to the highest of standards. So what, what, is, what did it look like when you made that shift? And uh, again, kind of going into where you are today, 14 years later, I suppose. Yeah. At, at the start, um, real estate didn't come easy to me. I, at, at first, like I, I did okay. Like I think I, I think in my first year I sold 14 homes. Okay. Um, and um, actually, I'm lying. My very first sale came stupid easy. Okay. Um, my my very first open house uh, was my very first sale. Wow. I'd been in the business like two weeks, hmm. and um, these people came and they just wouldn't leave. Like they, they were there right at the start and they were there till closing. And I remember calling my dad and being like, Hey, I don't know what to do. Like these people, they won't leave. And he was like, well, maybe you should sell them the home dummy. And, uh, <laughs> Good advice. Good and I was advice. like, Oh, okay. Thanks dad. Uh, and sure enough, uh, they bought the home. We double, we double ended it. And, um, uh, but then it, it took me a while to sort of figure out my groove and what, what I did because you know, the, mm. the things that, you know, one of the things I love about real estate, there's a million different ways to do this business. Sure. And there is no silver bullet. There's no, Hey, this is the one way everybody should do it. Hmm. Um, you can kind of be creative and you can do the things that work for you. And, um, at the beginning, I really tried to do what, uh, what dad did. And hmm. you know, what, what dad did was, uh, he built his business on, uh, a lot of leads by open houses. He started with buyers and, and then eventually as they converted, um, they turned into um, into sellers and yeah. also a lot of uh, newspaper ads. Huh. And so I kind of went down that road as well. And I, I did okay. Like if I really focused on it, uh, I can generate a lead at an open house. I can, I can make that work, but it wasn't enjoyable hmm. for me. I, I didn't, I didn't like generating leads uh, that way. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, eventually uh, the time when I started really enjoying real estate, uh, was when I started working some of the film stuff back into business. Vi video is uh, a big, big part of my business at this point. And um, uh, it kind of, when we, we started incorporating video into the business, it, it sort of relit the fun hmm. of real estate. And, and, uh, and also it's been very, very productive. Love that. And I want to dive uh, deeper into that too. I, I believe in the third question, we're talking about things that you can add and things that people can take away and really scale and grow their business and help on. I would love to pick your brain on the video side of that, especially because it's sure. a big part uh, with that. But again, Jeff, I mean, that's a, uh, that's giving people a really, really good understanding of kind of where you've come from and what's going on into there. I want to dive a little deeper into your thought process and to the why question, which is the second mm -hmm. one here. I mean, at the end of the day, what gets you excited every day to do what you do to the level you do it at for all these years, Jeff, what's your why? 
yeah, I've, I've got sort of uh, two Ys. I've got a, an inner Y and a, an outer Y. Okay. Uh, the, the outer Y is I enjoy the process. I enjoy getting to know people and I enjoy helping people. If, hmm. if I had a goal with every client, it's to make the process as easy and as fun as possible for them so that it all just feels smooth and really helping people kind of step foot onto their next adventure, which is their next home. Um, I absolutely love working with sort of people who are new to the process and and really teaching them and and essentially being a guide through the Mm -hmm. process. I really enjoy that. On a more inner level, um, my wife uh, has some major, major uh, health concerns. Oh, and uh, she she has an immune disorder, and we've we've really researched. Uh, we basically uh, run the course as far as we can go with getting research here in Canada, and we've hit a a, a wall. Wow! So we've had to start uh, looking to the international community hmm. to start getting answers, and we are making progress, and it's going well. Okay, um, but. Uh, it's a pretty big motivator because it's not cheap to start looking all over the world to try and try and oh, get gosh. help. Um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, we've, uh, uh, we've had a lot of success um, reaching out to, to Israel and uh, getting some of sort of the, the problem is there isn't a single specialist here in Canada that specializes in what Rachel has. Wow. Um, so that's a pretty big motivator to get up and sort of work my butt off because there's nothing physically I can do from the science side, hmm. uh, but at least I can provide financial stability and us help with the ability to um, pursue those other options. Wow. I mean, Jeff, when, when you're talking about, uh, you know, real wise and motivators, I mean, everybody has their own versions of that and, it, and it's very special to them. So we're not downplaying that. But when you're talking about first and foremost, you know, really servicing your clients to the highest levels and really making sure that you're leaving that impact and legacy in the community, that's one thing. But when you're talking about your spouse and, and really making sure that you're doing everything possible so that they're around, you know, I mean, life is so precious and those relationships are, are everything. Family is everything. So, uh, you know, again, to me, that just shows the, the heart that you have. And, and again, why you do what you do and why you do it so well is because those are huge driving forces. Um, and, and I love the fact that you share that for sure. And I know the audience does as well. Um, I do want to shift gears on the next question here. And this one ends up being the crowd pleaser, if you will, or what a lot of the viewers and subscribers tune into is they want to learn from the Titans. Uh, they want to understand how they've grown and scaled business. Now you alluded to video being a big part of your business, you know, earlier on, but I would love to dive deeper into if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. What's that look like for you, Jeff? What advice would you give to a seasoned pro who's tuning in or somebody who's maybe just starting out? Yeah, a, a big shift in my career um, only happened a, a few years ago. Uh, I was really resistant to uh, geographic farming for mm-hmm. a long time. I'd, okay. I'd try it for a while and, you know, I'd run it for a year, not really get a whole lot of traction out of it, hmm. give up on it, try it again, maybe a couple of years later. And, and just, I really hit the wall with it. It never really seemed to click. Wow. The sort of secret ingredient for, for me was uh, a couple of years ago. Now we started a uh, Facebook group called eat new West. 
oh. uh, which is just a like a foodie group just talking about mm -hmm. and promoting uh, the local restaurants in town the local mm -hmm. bars the local like the farmers market um, and really just sort of promoting that now yeah. I'm very protective of it I sure. never promote real estate uh, mm. within the group um, okay. because I want the community to feel like this is something I'm doing to give to them, not something uh, that I'm here to take. And I actually do it wow. with another agent that I'm not, we're not a team. Uh, mm. We're just friends and we're both foodies and we like mm. going and, and promoting these things. Sure. Um, but the accidental sort of secret ingredient that I discovered mm. um, was while I never promote the group, or I never promote that I'm a realtor within the group, I started promoting the group on everything real estate going out. Interesting. And the success all of a sudden, um, it, it really changed. Like I noticed, I mentioned earlier, I'm not a big fan of picking people up at, at open houses. Uh -huh. um, I started creating a sheet at my open houses saying, you know, Eat New West's most recommended restaurants, hmm. and then a little blurb about what Eat New West was. Wow. And it is such a conversation starter when somebody comes in and all of a sudden you've got this info and, and all of a sudden I'm talking for half an hour with somebody, not about real estate, but about the community. Hmm. And a lot of, in New Westminster, most of our buyers are people who have been pushed out of Vancouver. We're a suburb of Vancouver. Okay. And so a lot of them don't know the community. They're, they're, they're sort of weighing us against the other suburbs. Hmm. And it becomes a really good point. And, and almost accidentally, it positions me as the expert as hmm. well. And when that started working, I started adding it. I, I just thought, why don't, why don't I try the farm thing one more time and just see, but have one side of the sheet be real estate and the other side be all Eat New West stuff. Mm -hmm. And in the first six months, I did nine deals off of it. And I had, hadn't done a single deal off the last time <laughs> I, did a, I did a farm. And every one of uh, those leads was so warm when I walked in because I'd check every time I get a lead, they're a member of the Eat New West group. And it, it's been so successful. And just to sort of tie that up, the yeah. big secret ingredient with that though, is it has to be videos. Like I, mm. I've taught how to run a Facebook group. Um, the last time I taught it was at a real estate conference in Toronto. Um, okay. in, in there, there were 2000 agents that I kind of taught this system of exactly how to do this. Wow. So many of them sent me messages being like, hey, I did the group. I, I did it. Can you check it out? The majority of them did every step of the formula except the video component. Ouch. And when I watch them, they're, they're not getting traction off of it. Instead mm -hmm. of uh, having 3,000 members in the first couple of months, they're only at two or 300 members. Hmm. And the, the real secret with video as well is, you know, when you do get that lead, that has watched you on video, when you walk through the door, it's not cold. They, right. they feel like they know you hmm. before you ever sit down. And in fact, a lot of those appointments will talk real estate for 10 minutes. They're like, yeah, we want to go with you. But then they'll want to sit and talk about their favorite restaurants for half an hour sure. because you created this shared bond while you were sleeping. You didn't know they were watching your <laughs> videos, but it's, uh, it's been really, really powerful stuff. Wow, Jeff. I mean, that's absolutely brilliant from, from start to finish. When you're talking about 
it not being about real estate first and foremost, connecting with the communities in a valuable way that, that they're really going to dive deep into. Now, I, I love food myself, uh, <laughs> you know, and I think that there's so many of us self-proclaimed foodies that really do enjoy trying new restaurants and, 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 and testing out the different types of cuisines and experiencing life and culture through food and, and, and drink as well. And I, I think that there's a, a lot of really, really huge takeaways. And this is something that, as you were stating earlier, I'm, I'm assuming to the audience of thousands, this is something that you can do in your community, but there's certain components that have to be done. And unfortunately, there's so many mechanical, uh, you know, real estate professionals that will put the systems in place. But at the end of the day, you could have automations, you could have exposure, you could have even a really, really great idea and implementing as much action as possible. But if you're not creating healthy content, content that's nerve striking, content that matters, it's not going to work. And, and, and again, I love that you stated, Hey, they did everything except for the video, but that video is crucial and, and the content yeah. is crucial. Right. I mean, yeah. Oh, the, the, the video is the secret sauce for, for sure. And, and um, I would also say, you know, these little things that we like, I mean, probably the majority of the people listening to this are in sales. I'm not telling them anything they don't know. We feel like we bond when we have these shared interests, right? Mm -hmm. Like you sure. say you're a film geek, I'm a big film geek. I immediately like you more yeah. <laughs> as soon as you say that. Like sure. it, it's just how we work as human beings. And I, I would say the other thing is um, don't make a food group if you're not into food. Like well said. food isn't the important part of it. The important mm -hmm. part is um, it has to interact with other businesses in the community because you're, you're interacting with the people who see the videos, but you're also creating little advocates for your own business. Every time you go to somebody whose business might be struggling and you try to promote them without asking anything of them, yeah. um, human nature, they're going to, a big chunk of them are going to try and return the favor. Um, but like, like I have a, somebody who, uh, he's a good friend of mine. And when this started working off, off for me, he was like, well, can I take this idea, but can I make it about, you know, kids sports? And, it's been fantastic for him. He, sure. he goes and he talks to all the coaches for all the different things and he mm -hmm. makes sure that he gets all the information out and he's also got like a buy and trade thing where people can get rid of their old equipment when their kid stops playing the sports. Awesome. This would not be successful for me mm -hmm. because I'm not super into sports. I, I mean, right. I'm, I don't dislike sports at all, but I'm not, sure. I'm not passionate about it, right? Whatever right. you, if you decide to implement this, it has to be something that you're super into. I love that. And it's true advice all the way through and through and with any uh, type of projection out there, just being as genuine um, as you possibly can as a human and connect in a real way. That's what it's all about. And, and, and I love these ideas and these thought processes and anybody who's had the, the opportunity to get in front of you, Jeff, and hear the step-by-steps. I mean, I'm envious about that because I know there's so many professionals who would love to get it. So um, I'll definitely leave links in the comments down below for if it's okay. Is the group that you have, um, is it a private group or is it open to the public? Yeah. So um, that's a, a good question. And, and unfortunately my answer isn't, isn't a great one. Okay. It is, it is a private group. No, that's, do, that's cool. Do not try to join Eat New West. Um, we, yep. So we, we've got uh, 3,200 members in there right now. Love it. And, and I'm very protective of it because over 98% of the members of the group interact with it every single week. Hmm. Um, wow. So, you know, we're getting over 170 people posting in there every week. And I just really want to, um, 
I want the Facebook algorithm to see that everybody's interacting and really try and push it Love to that. everybody. Um, that said, if anybody wants to, you know, none of the stuff in the group will be of super interest. If you want inspiration on the videos, sure. every single video I put up in Eat New West, I also put on, uh, we have an Eat New West YouTube channel. So you can, oh, you can see all the content I'm creating. You okay. just can't join the group. And that's awesome, Jeff. I just takeaways for the audience to kind of learn from some of the yeah, best and brightest. Sure. So I'll have a link for your YouTube channel so that people can subscribe, you know, and then stay in tune with what Jeff's doing. Obviously learn from one of the best, but then, you know, take it and make your own versions of different things that you're passionate about. Um, I, that's the whole point. So um, that's really, really great stuff, Jeff, and taking it away and implement for everybody out there. So uh, this is fantastic. Now I do want to shift gears on this one and move to the next question. This is the tricky part of the interview and the series. It's the challenge question, Jeff. So I lead into it with every Titan this way. We all have challenges in our lives, struggles, hardships, whether it's personally or professionally, no one's exempt. It's in the past. We're dealing with it now or in the future. I'm a firm believer. It's not so much what happens, but what we learn and how we can grow from it um, in a stronger, positive way and what we can share out there. So if you're comfortable, Jeff, sharing a personal or professional challenge you've dealt with or are dealing with, um, that can inspire and, and hopefully make people think a little bit differently about their lives. Um, what's that look like for you? Yeah. So, um, my biggest challenge in my career probably came about a year into the business. Okay. Um, I was working and, uh, I lost uh, feeling in, in my hands, my fingertips, uh, went numb and, oh. and it just, it just didn't go away. And it, it had happened about two years prior and it okay. had been diagnosed as a pinched nerve and I'd gone and got physio and it just sort of uh, fixed itself. Okay. Um, so I went back, I got physio, but okay. nothing was really changing. And uh, my now wife, girlfriend at the time was like, mm. I don't know, this doesn't really sound like a pinched nerve. And uh, mm. her background is actually in, um, in sport. Uh, so oh, she, cool. she knows way better than me. Sure. And, uh, um, so she made me go, go see a doctor hmm. and the doctor two seconds in was like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm in real estate. And he's like, oh, okay, well it's stress. And I was like, hmm, wow. things are going pretty well. I don't, I don't really feel too, too stressed out right now. Hmm. And he said, well, trust me, I'm a stress specialist. It's stress. <laughs> and I thought to myself, maybe you think it's stress because you're a stress specialist, but also, <laughs> you know, you, you want things to, uh, just be easy answers. So I thought, okay. And I went home and I told Rach like, Hey, don't worry. It's, it's just stress. And she looked at me like I was stupid and uh, <laughs> said, you're not stressed. Get in the car. We're, we're going to the hospital. And at the hospital, they totally freaked out. And I was probably like 26 oh, at the okay. time, but they, they ended up uh, rushing me into uh, getting a CAT scan. And then the, the doctor came in and uh, he sat down with me and he was, uh, uh, pretty grave about things. And he said, you know, we, um, we found a, a shadow over uh, your brain oh, and uh, it could be uh, brain cancer. And um, wow. uh, my uncle had brain cancer. Um, and so, you know, everything he went through was going through my head and it, it was uh, pretty upsetting. And they took me, uh, they, uh, admitted me into the hospital and they ran a ton of tests. I had MRIs. Um, I had a spinal tap, which was um, the strangest, one of the strangest experiences of my life. And, wow. and about a week later of tests, they came back and said, uh, 
the good news is you don't have brain cancer. Um, the bad news is you have MS. And uh, my response was, uh, cool, what's MS? <laughs> and, uh, wow. Um, but it's funny that you kind of frame things as the biggest challenges in our life all often become uh, sort of the things that really push us mm-hmm. um, because it did make me reframe the way I thought about my life and um, it changed the way that I work. And, you know, when I, when I go back to um, working video back into my business mm-hmm. for years, I was very, um, I was very closeted about the whole thing. I, I, okay. for whatever reason, I, I was very nervous about telling people that I had a neurodegenerative disease. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, it really scared me. And then one year I just got really tired of it. And, and I, I made a quick video. I wasn't working video into my business at that point. Hmm. And I just said, I, I kind of, I told the story that I just told you. And I talked about, um, at the time, uh, MS drugs, the drug I was taking was an injection. Okay. And three times a week, I had to sort of inject myself. And I talked about how hard it was. Like, I never mm-hmm. really got my brain around sticking a needle into my thigh. And um, I just kind of told my story and what I was going through and announced that I was going to do the MS walk this year. Wow. And uh, I'd like support. Hmm. And uh, I was, without making a single phone call, I was the number one fundraiser for the MS Walk that year. And uh, it both, it kind of liberated me. Um, I felt like if I could talk about that, I could talk about anything. All of a sudden, uh, these things weren't such a big deal. Um, It made me feel like I was doing something positive. And it also really opened my mind up to the absolute power of, you know, I could have spent all month on the phone calling people mm-hmm. and not raised as much money as one video and a, and running a $50 ad on Facebook. Like oh. it, uh, so it, it, it changed the entire way I do business. And, um, mm. the good news is, uh, you know, as far as people with MS goes, the disease yeah. has been pretty mild for me. It's the sort of thing that if I didn't tell people about, they would never know. Right. Um, I do, I do have symptoms, but they're all invisible. Hmm. Wow. Jeff. I mean, uh, an absolutely, you know, inspiring story and, and thought process for everybody to kind of live through and, and, and understand kind of the, the thought process that you're going through. And what a scary time frame is, you know, initially being addressed as, uh, oh, it's just stress, you know, to, <laughs> to going all the way to it being brain cancer, potentially and an MS, which, again, is not a, a great thing. But, you know, there are just so many things in our lives that, that happen and change us. And, um, you know, and I look at it and is we're not needing or wanting these things to happen, but you're a better, stronger man because of it. You've impacted communities and, and spoken about this and obviously to our audience. And I know there's someone out there who's watching or listening to this right now who's been through exactly what you're talking about. And, you know, the, the, the common denominator is we're not alone. And, and that's a very warming inspiring thing for everybody to hear is we all have struggle. We all have hardship um, in some form or fashion. Some of them are invisible and some of them are very apparent. But Mm -hmm. um, I I think just all of us being a little bit more understanding of each other and and realizing that, you know, even when you have a really bad day and things just don't seem like they're going right, trust me, somebody has it worse. And and we just need to appreciate who we are and where we are and, and what we have. And, um, you know, that's just a beautiful message all the way through and through. And what a, what an insane story. It just, and, and, and furthermore, no offense to doctors or, or anybody who's diagnosing, but there's just so many 
one size fits all answers. And, you know, and that drives me nuts. It's, it's, you know, meeting the right professional uh, is crucially important to get the proper diagnosis and to really figure things out. And, and I, I equate that into any business profession that's real estate included. I mean, not every doctor is equal and not every real estate professional is equal. And, and I think that there's a perfect example of that on that side. And anybody out there who's watching or listening us agrees and understands that, you know, the Titans are really setting that bar as far as real estate's concerned. And that's really, those are the go-tos, right? That's, it's not the first or the second doctor. It's, it's the last one who gets the right answer. So, um, yeah. but Jeff, thanks so much for sharing it. I know it's not easy to do and uh, I really appreciate you, you uh, opening it up and, and letting everybody know, cause it's not easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody. I know it, <laughs> I know it. So, um, but I really do appreciate your mindset and, and moving forward with that too. And, um, being an inspiration. So I want to shift gears into a slightly softer question because we got through the hard stuff. We got sure. through the soft yeah. Stuff. <laughs> um, but this is actually one of my favorite questions. It's the travel back in time question. So we don't have a time machine as far as I know, and no one can travel back in time at this point. I mean, if we get into the movie segment, and I've said this so many different times, because again, I'm a movie nerd, but if we're not Doc Brown. We don't have a DeLorean. So when it comes down to it, if you could go back in time, Jeff, in any time frame, any age range of your life, and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, uh, what would you say to your younger self? And, and I'll, I'll put the disclaimer in there. It's not to, to go back and change anything that you've been through because the positive and the negative have made you the man you are today. But if you could speak to yourself any time frame, any age range, what would you say to young Jeff? Yeah, I'd, I'd go back to uh, probably me at, at age 20. Um, okay. at, at age, at age 20, I had just finished film school hmm. and, um, I got hired by the attorney general's office, uh, to kind of travel all across BC and, uh, speak in schools. They were, they were sort of hiring, uh, performers and, and it was specifically, it was a youth employment program that they wanted to get, uh, uh, people with acting skills to just go and, and talk. And um, I, it was one of the most enjoyable times in my life mm. I've ever had. Um, just try, you know, we do, uh, it was a, a two hour presentation that we do twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Mm. And there were, there were three of us and we just traveled across the province and got to see everybody. I, I did the, I did the talk in a youth detention center. I did mm. it all over the place. It was really one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. Wow. And when I finished it, I did it for two years. And then, um, and then I thought it was just put away. And um, uh, about a year ago, uh, not last February, but the February before was the first time I got invited to speak about real estate. I was, I spoke at the Remax convention uh, in Vegas. Oh, and it was like it was like everything that uh, my twenty year old self loved about speaking and presenting, I remembered. And if I could go back in time and talk to myself then, I would just gently remind myself, like you don't have to put it away. this mm. this is uh, this is something that you love and can be a part of your life no matter what area your life ends up going into. Um, I think a lot of times we sort of segment our life off into these little boxes, but the mm -hmm. reality is, you know, the skills from everything previously we've done, uh, they play in. And the more we can bring that stuff 
especially real estate. Like everybody had a career before real estate. Sure. And um, I guarantee you there are skills from that career that you can be applying to your business. Um, mm. And for me, it took me too long to figure that stuff out. Okay. So that's what I, that's the advice I would give my younger self is wow. keep that stuff with you. I, Jeff, I, I mean, when you said what you just said, it gave me goosebumps for a second because you don't have to put it away. When you said those words, it, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And and hopefully everybody heard that loud and clear is we can't go back in time and change that, right? You can't advise yourself. We, we, we can't do that, but we can affect today and our future by thinking about these things. And, and you know, anybody in any time frame in their life, you don't have to put it away. If there's something you're passionate about that lights a fire, uh, you know, lights your soul, however it ends up being, you know, you can work a way into continually doing that and not have to feel like, oh, well, I'm past this point. So let's just put that on a shelf and leave that as a memory. Uh, I think that that's beautiful advice. And, and again, not just for young Jeff, but everybody who's watching and listening, myself included, that is huge stuff for takeaway. Um, and I love that you said that. I really do. This is wonderful, wonderful stuff, Jeff. Uh, so let's go into the, the next portion. We got two left and we're almost done. Uh, this is actually the secondary question that everybody really, really just enjoys because they want to learn the way the Titans learn. So it comes down to books you're reading or have read um, that really inspire you, that you enjoy, uh, podcasts that you're listening to, influencers or coaches, um, anything along those lines, conferences you attend, uh, mastermind meetings. I mean, Jeff, how are you feeding your mind? Yeah, I, I, I'm a pretty voracious learner. Um, I, I read all the time. I, I do, um, uh, I do real estate coaching. I'm, I'm in uh, Richard Robbins's program and he's absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm, sh I'm sure there are lots of amazing real estate coaches, but that's the one that, uh, spoke to me for whatever wow. reason. Um, they've been, they've been fantastic. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, the Tim Ferriss show, uh, mm -hmm. podcast-wise. Yeah. Um, I get an absolute ton out of that. Um, as far as books go, um, uh, Man's Search for Meaning by uh, Viktor Frankl wow. uh, had a huge, huge impact on, on me. Mm -hmm. And then uh, much more personally, um, Michael J. Fox uh, wrote a book called Lucky Man. And Michael wow. J. Fox, uh, he, uh, he grew up, uh, about 10 minutes from where, uh, where I grew up. Cool. Um, I used to perform at the theater that he built once he made it. Um, and, uh, he kind of been a hero of mine my whole life, but <laughs> lucky man was about how he stayed optimistic through his, uh, Parkinson's, mm -hmm. um, diagnosis. And when I was first diagnosed with MS, I got pretty depressed for, for a while. And that sure. book really helped me, uh, come out of it. And, wow. uh, yeah, really, uh, really changed my life and helped me sort of shift the way I see things and look at the world because um, I don't get any say in what effect my disease will have on me. I, I right. can do things that will help prevent it, but it, mm -hmm. it's going to do what it's going to do. But what I do have a say on is uh, what I do with that. And that, that mm -hmm. book helped me, helped me realize that. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, when you're talking about the, the different layers that you've spoken about as far as, you know, podcasts and, and, and different uh, timeframes, and then looking at it from a personal and a business standpoint, I mean, Jeff, that's obviously the, the best and brightest way to grow your mind. And, and the fact that you're continually learning and continually, you know, molding yourself into, into a being, but, you know, having the humility and understanding that, you know, there, 
there really are few things that we do have control in this world. And the, the ones that we do, it seems like you got a pretty firm grasp on it, my friend. <laughs> and again, that's just such a beautiful inspiration and an example for everybody out there who's watching or listening. I do want to touch on podcasts because you have a show and I would love for anybody out there in the Titan Nation who's watching or listening to this to engage with your content um, and see what's going on. So can, can you tell everybody a little about your show and, and how that works? Yeah, our, our podcast is, uh, it's called Multiple Offers, a real estate show, and you can find it wherever you find podcasts. So okay. uh, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on uh, Google. Um, I feel like there are others, but um, I'm forgetting them right now. Sure. Um, and uh, it's, it's me and two other agents. And our, our goal is both to be information uh, providers for the public, mm-hmm but also to kind of invite people in on um, sort of that fly on the wall conversations. What, what's it like when sort of three realtors sit down for a drink and uh, kind of just talk shop. And we found the more we do kind of the behind the scenes stuff, the better uh, response we get uh, from, from our audience. And when, when we decided to make the uh, podcast, um, most of the people who were, creating podcasts in the space we wanted to kind of compete in it was very uh it was an ad it it, a lot of times it was information as an ad which is great sure um but we started it with uh the reason it's called multiple offers is obviously multiple offers are a um a real estate term sure but more importantly we're three agents who uh all have different opinions Mm -hmm. and uh we're not saying hey pick me because we're not a team we're now two of them teamed up uh, since uh, starting, uh, mm. but they are still very different opinion uh, people. And I think we still do achieve that objective of um, almost more of a, a, a talk show than a, mm. uh, than an advertisement. Oh, you know, and that's, that's beautiful when you're talking about uh, uplifting value and, and, and what you mentioned being the fly on the wall in that conversation, it's priceless. And, uh, you know, I, I feel that anybody who's obviously into the real estate titans learning from some of the best and brightest minds in the world, you are a part of that, you know, so when it comes down to it, it's just you, but then two other individuals and really pulling different information and different topics. I think it's, it's wildly useful um, for it to be a, a pitch fest. Uh, you know, to me, it, it's a big turnoff. And I think for a lot of yeah. people who are consuming content, if, if the if the added bonus is it has something to do of relevance of what you're talking about in the industry, I think it makes sense, but people know whether the intention is to provide great value um, or if it's just to get them to buy something. And um, I love the fact that you're looking at it from a fresh pair of eyes and uh, I can't wait to just tune in myself and and learn um, as well, just like everybody out there. So I will have links in the comments down below so that you can subscribe, tune in. And how often are you guys uh, putting content out there um, on average, we're, the... we're, we're every, every week we, okay. we put out a, a podcast. It's been a little uh, less reliable. Um, and I will say the quality of the show is a little lower right now. We're all recording out of our houses. Normally we have a studio that we record things. Um, my, my wife's uh, career before we were in this was in, um, uh, she was a producer for uh, TSN Sports Radio out here. Cool. And so she was very critical at the beginning of like, no, you're doing this wrong. <laughs> this is how this has to go. And, you know, you can't really argue with her. She had the number one radio show in Vancouver. So you couldn't be uh, like, no, I think what we're doing is right. We'd be like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll change this stuff. Um, but, but right now, you know, like 
we don't have our beautifully uh, we don't have our beautiful studio. We don't have our amazing microphones. It's mm. it's a little uh, less polished than I'd like right now, but we are still putting out uh, weekly content. I love that. And that mentality is the show must go on. And yeah. I, I think that it's for the greater good. And and your audience understands that, you know, it's, it's a time frame, but we will go back to normal and yeah. we'll, we'll get the full fledged content because it all comes together. But Jeff, this has been um, just an absolute pleasure and honor to have you. The takeaways, the, the perspective and, and just the inspiration has been through the roof. Just absolutely incredible. Um, I, I want to wrap everything up with a final question. And this ends up being a quote or mantra that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for you? Oh, um, I, I, I do have a quote that uh, oh, I live wow. by. And uh, it's Latin. And it happens to be uh, the McLennan clan uh, creed. Hmm. And I'm probably going to butcher how it's said in Latin. But it's, it's, it's uh, dum spiro spero, uh, which means while I breathe, I hope. Wow. Hmm. I think that's beautiful. And, and again, it's a, it's a continual message into just the, the, the wonderful time that we've had with you today, Jeff. And I think that it speaks volumes about who you are as a man and your character. And, and it's all very in line, but it, it seems like it being a family mantra or quote, I think is fantastic into that uh, in and of itself. So you are an official real estate titan, my friend. So I just want to thank you. You're dubbed. So that's, a, that's an <laughs> official uh, you know, thing there. So, but Jeff, it's an honor and pleasure to have you. And it was a really, really great time. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It was uh, great being on. Awesome. Well, hey, and everybody out there as well, thank you, um, as always, for your time, attention, and love and support. I do need to give our uh, sponsor a quick shout out, Linebolt Media. If you're looking to grow and scale your business with the digital aspect to the highest level, please visit lineboltmedia.com. Uh, we are live here at Real Estate Titans every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you.